Well, good afternoon and welcome to your DIY health here on the Spreaker Radio Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It's Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022, and this program is meant to provide natural healing information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I search for and present to my listeners natural modalities that simply assist and augment the body's ability to heal itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing that's missing is raw materials. And when you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Then you visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. There's all kinds of information there. All the products we talk about are there, including the iTeraCare device, which is featured prominently at the top of the homepage. Here's a little about uh, five-minute or so teaser video that gives you a rough idea of what the thing does and what it's all about. And then there's a link to my YouTube playlist. It's got over 80 videos up there that include uh, information on the technology, how it works, and, of course, how it's used. And then lots and lots of testimonies from people all over the world that are having fantastic results with this thing. And uh, I encourage you to check it out. There is also a link to the dedicated site for the device, and that's where you can order one if you feel so inclined. Um, Or you can call me and we can do it all over the phone. But there's a link there. Just hit the Get Started Now button. And uh, don't worry, if you go to the original site first, you may get a notice saying the site's not secure. That's just the DIY health site because it's an information site only. There's no information gathered there, so it doesn't need to be a secure site per se. But when you go to uh, the other site where you're actually going to place the order, that is totally secure. So you don't have to worry about that. I got a notice or a note from somebody the other day saying that they uh, clicked on the link and it said it wasn't secure. So they went and ordered it from somebody else. Uh, no need to do that. The order site that takes your information is totally secure. It's an HTTPS site. So it's completely secure. No, no need to worry about that. And uh, just follow the directions, and it'll walk you right through the process. Uh, just remember the amount of 350 goes in the amount box, or 350 times however many you want to get. And then uh, in the remarks box is where your name goes. Make sure that's crucial, because without that, I don't know who sent me the money. And I want to make sure you get credit and you get your order placed as soon as possible. So just follow those instructions. They're right on that page. Um, just make sure you do that, and you'll be good to go. Anyway, uh, keep in mind the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on this show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the Spreaker Radio Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say in this show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health or wealth issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can use this show as a jumping off point to do your own research and due diligence to make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. And um, just changing some things and cleaning up some space on the screen here. And, uh, you know, I just got back from my uh, monthly retirees breakfast. And as always, (laughs) the number one uh, topic of discussion is either their health issues or insurance. And insurance was a biggie today for some reason. I told them I don't even have insurance and I don't even care. And they look at me like, what? (laughs) I said, why would I pay for something I'm not going to use? Because it only pays for MDs. And I won't go to an MD unless I get run over or shot or something. So uh, 
I'm not worried about it. But uh, unfortunately, as most people who are retired uh, in their upper years, their 60s and 70s, um, they're having all kinds of stuff going on now because they've abused their bodies for years and years and years. They haven't been supplementing and they haven't been giving their bodies the things they need to run on. So of course their nutrition tank is running down and then all the problems, the arthritis, the macular degeneration, the art, you know, the uh, high blood pressure, the type two diabetes, all those things are now coming to the forefront and they're freaking out. And one of them said, you know, the golden years. I said, yeah, most people don't realize the golden years is when all the gold that you have goes to somebody else. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so we, uh, we had a nice chat about that kind of stuff. One of the girls, uh, there, she retired after I did, uh, and hasn't reached, she can't wait till she gets to reach Medicare age. I said, good grief. You can have mine. I guess I get all this junk in the mail every day and I just throw it in the trash. I don't want nothing to do with Medicare. And, uh, she's freaking out because, whatever she's got for insurance she's paying like seven or eight hundred bucks a month for and then she's got like a nine or ten thousand dollar a year copay and deductible that she's got to meet that before they pay anything i said good grief i said you know for less than for probably half of that i can set you up on a nutritional plan it'll solve most of your problems and uh, you won't need that insurance yeah but People won't listen to that, you know, they have to have it because they're brainwashed by their doctors. You know, we've got to come to them if there's an issue and they can't understand how just taking vitamins and minerals could possibly uh, alleviate all the problems they have. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, that's, that's the problem of uh, indoctrination and brainwashing that most Americans and literally most people around the world have uh, been doing and dealing with for pretty much their whole lives. And when you've been indoctrinated for, you know, 50, 60, 70 years, it's very difficult to break through uh, and really get someone to understand the truth about health. And uh, the one guy that uh, he was, he was my sergeant when I first started on the department. He's uh, in his early 70s now. And of course, he's got all kinds of issues going on. He was telling me about the heart medication they've had him on. And, you know, the first one, he says, it might cause headaches, you know. And he says, I took one of those things and immediately within a few minutes, I felt like my head was stuck in a vice. And uh, that went on for like a month and a half. Uh, before he finally got off of that and onto something else. And then he's got, well, he's got low uh, blood circulation in his left hip. So they put him on something they call it like STP for your blood, you know, that supposedly makes it slick and uh, helps it to flow better and all this garbage. And he says, that seems to be helping okay. Uh, but then I've got this neuropathy in my feet. And I said, oh, really, do you now? I said, well, I got something on my car that I'm even going to give you one to take home and try. If you like it, you can pay me for it. If you don't like it, bring it back next month and uh, no harm, no foul and see what you think. So I went out to the car and grabbed a brand new Iteracare, still in the box, brought it in, uh, handed it to him along with the 26 page uh, user guide. And I said, now you want to get a glass container of some sort, preferably with a spigot, you know, at least a gallon or two. 
And I said, you want to charge some water? And I said, here's how you do it. And there's videos on my website, and I'm going to send them a bunch of videos later. Um, that's the things to look at. And I said, you need to charge water, and you need to drink it before and after you use the thing. And uh, just basically, he's got high blood pressure. I said, don't use it on the top of your head. I said, you don't have any implants, so you're good there. And you're not pregnant. You don't have any open wounds. So everything's good. So I gave him a quick rundown. I said, this is how you use it. And... Uh, Let's see how, when you come back next month, see how your feet are feeling. <laughs> and I'm uh, very certain if he uses it and does it right, uh, he's going to come back and say, I like this. And the thing is, is he's very well respected amongst the group. So if he likes it, then more than likely he's going to start talking to other people. And I'll probably sell a bunch of these things with my old retirees. <laughs> but uh, it's worth it to uh, just to, you know, here's one, try it. And uh, every time I do that, they come back and say, you want a check or you want cash, you want credit card, <laughs> but they will not give it back. And uh, I'm seeing that more and more and more now. I'm getting calls from people just about every other day. Uh, got one the other day from uh, one of my guys said, uh, I need another one. I said, why? What happened to the others? They said, well, I made the mistake of taking it over and showing it to my mom and dad, and they won't let me have it back. <laughs> I said, okay. And then another lady wanted to buy one for her daughter whose birthday is coming up next week and this and that and the other thing. And I said, well, uh, we put the order in. I said, she said, uh, I said, I can try if you want. I can contact the uh, stockist and ask them if they can hold the shipment so that it'll arrive right on the birthday. <laughs> and she said, that'd be great. So I sent a text message to the folks out in Utah where I've been having most of mine shipped from. I said, yeah, we no problem. We can do that. You want us to put a card in it too? I said, that's, that's what you call service. I mean, the Utah stockist is a great bunch of people. It's a husband and wife team, and uh, they are really, really on top of things and very helpful. Um, I just had another one delivered to my front door today from them. It was shipped uh, Monday, and it got here today, just like clockwork, uh, from one of the guys that Orton, he got one from me uh, down at uh, South Carolina. And uh, I gave him one out of my trunk, and then uh, the one that, you know, since he had already got it, then I had the one that was part of his deal shipped to me to replace it. And uh, it shipped Monday and got here today. And uh, I don't know what's going on, but my dog's downstairs barking, so I don't know if you're hearing them or not. Uh, hopefully they will settle down here shortly, and uh, we won't be listening to that. But anyway, uh, yeah, the, uh, the stuff at the... It, it, it never fails. I always get plenty of things to uh, talk about when I go to these uh, retirement breakfasts because everybody's got their aches and pains, their complaints about the insurance companies and all this other stuff. I am so thankful that uh, I first plugged into Dr. Wallach and his stuff 10 plus years ago and uh, got on the right track so that I don't have to deal with all the things that everybody else I used to work with is going through now. Uh, all the aches and pains, the high blood pressure, the blood sugar issues, and everything else. Um, and the old adage, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, is so true. You know, it's one thing if you start on the nutrition and all the other stuff before the problems develop, if you can. Now, I had a boatload of things going on at the time, but I still was kind of ahead of the curve. And... Uh, I dealt with all that stuff, the high blood pressure, the arthritis, the sciatica, the floaters in the eyes, the sensitive teeth, all the other stuff. Dealt with all that back when I had the ability and uh, things were still good financially and that kind of stuff. And uh, it's got nothing but better. 
as opposed to um, the situation where so many of these guys just didn't know any of that stuff and just went down the allopathic pathway that they've been led to, you know, all their lives. And when I look and see what they're dealing with now and, you know, one girl who's probably in her early 60s and can't wait until she can qualify for Medicare. It's like, good grief, what kind of life is that? And uh, I'm so thankful that uh, I looked for alternative things, for things other than the standard stuff. You know, I knew a long, long time ago that there has to be a better way and natural holistic things is far better than the allopathic pathway that the vast majority of people end up on because that's all they know that's what they're taught by the tv by school by family members by society in general they're just stuck with that stuff and by the time they realize that you know they're hooked and they can't get out of it, but there, there's got to be a better way. They're in so deep that it's very difficult for them to step aside from it. But, you know, this, this one young lady, I this who, you know, like I said, my unit number was 52. Hers was 73. So, uh, you know, she was several years behind me getting hired and just retired a few years ago. But, um, uh, to be in that situation where you're, you know, paying 800 bucks a month for insurance, and then before they pay anything, you've got to have more close to $10,000 out of pocket before they cover anything. That's flat out insane. And I just wish that they would listen enough to realize that there's a better way of doing things. And if you give your body the nutrition you need, as long as you don't end up in a situation where you fall off a tree and break an arm or some kind of thing like that, or in my case, off the top of a hay wagon, um, you're not going to need that insurance. And life will be so much better. You won't have to go to the doctor all the time because you know that you're okay. And you know that everything's working the way it's supposed to. You can do basic stuff yourself to find out if there's anything going on. And then if there is, you already know that there's a natural way to address it. But you do not go to an MD because all they're going to do is put you on drugs, which are going to do nothing to get rid of the problem. It's just going to create more issues because every single drug you take has negative side effects that are, in many cases, worse than the thing that you were taking the drug for in the first place. So it's, it's just a weird situation. And you can see this in all areas of society that basically we are basically just the... The fodder, we're the ATM machines for the people running things. You know, the doctors use us for their money, the blood, you know, of course, the, the big pharma. Um, they get the government to do their bidding. You know, we need to get, you need to get these injections approved so we can get them out there so we can make more money off of the government. Because in most cases, they're giving these things away free. And, you know, recently, as soon as the CDC added the COVID jabs to the uh, childhood injection schedule, what happens? Pfizer boosts the price on these things to 130 bucks a dose. I don't know what it was before that, but uh, they saw a 
fantastic time to make even more money on people. And ultimately, it comes back to us or the people that are paying taxes. And uh, why on earth would anybody want to be a part of that system? But uh, so many are. And uh, again, that goes right back to some of the T-shirts that I saw over the weekend. <laughs> and uh, I have to bring this one up again. It was so funny. And I'm today my uh, T-shirt that says, When tyranny comes, or when tyranny becomes law, I will not comply. Resistance becomes duty. And uh, I like these shirts the way they do it because they have a small version on the front and then the great big version on the back. And uh, that's really slick. I like that a lot. But, um, yeah, where is it? Here it is. Mass noncompliance is the only way to end this nightmare. And that's true not just for COVID, but for everything. You know, we just have to stand up and say, no, not going to do it. Homie ain't playing that game. And until we do, shame on us. Caution, a new variant will be announced every time people stop being afraid. If that doesn't point out what's going on now, I don't know what does. Yeah, it's just a, a sad, sad situation. And uh, it's one of those things where we gotta we got to stand up and say no. But I just came across this uh, this morning. Uh, where did it go? I think this is it. Yeah. This is a new video or documentary that's going to be coming out. I believe uh, it's going to be streaming on the 21st of this month. But it's a, uh, this is the trailer for it. It's a new video or documentary called Died Suddenly. Let's listen to this. Why? Why do we never believe them? These people know. These people know. Who knows? The governments know. This has been well planned. This is Agenda 2030. This is the Great Reset. Somebody mentioned to go onto Google and go into the news section and then type in died suddenly. And lo and behold, here's a whole listing of people, of articles, of people within the, that last week who died suddenly. Older people, but a lot of younger people throughout, around the world. And then you find out they were vaccinated. And so it's like, okay, so it's the vaccine might be causing this. Most people don't want to know what's in the vaccines. But yet when we open it almost two years into this, we find that it still says intentionally blank. In fact, nobody wants to know what's in the vaccines because, look, if people understood what was in the vaccine, they'd go apeshit. It's just there's something different about the blood. Something's causing this and something needs to be said. Somebody needs to look into it. I talked to other embalmers that have 30, 40, even 50 years of experience. Have you guys ever seen this stuff before? And the answer was always, I've never seen anything like it. Why is Bill Gates involved in public health? And why does public health spend the first part telling you how the world is overpopulating? And at first glance, this is a bit scary. 
U.S. life insurance companies have reported an overwhelming and unexplainable increase in all-cause deaths among 18 to 49-year-olds. That's a, that's a 12 sigma event, one in 800 years, 12 standard deviations above the mean. No one's even calculated that. It's apocalyptic. I thought he was protected with that Pfizer. There's a huge part of me that feels a responsibility for everything that's happened. I'm so sorry. The doctor, after a while, came out and said, your son's dead, you can go home now. <clears throat> Who knows? Young people are dying these days. to Mr. Hirschman, this is different, this isn't normal, is it? And he said, absolutely not. The dead can't speak for themselves, so therefore, I have to speak for them. We're connecting dots here. You know, there's no way that that type of obstruction would not cause stroke, heart failure. My sister died. Uh, she was 58, and she died suddenly on Friday of a heart attack. They will do with you what they feel like doing to you. It's the new bullet, it's the new missile, it's the new form of warfare. I wanted people to understand that we're in a fifth-generation warfare for the heart and the mind. This is the greatest orchestrated die-off in the history of the world. There's most definitely evil in this world, and evil like we could not possibly imagine. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, just uh, the audio is one thing, but to see the images they're showing at the same time is just amazing. And I put the link to that uh, in the uh, chat room, and it's also on the Telegram channel. Um, can't wait to see this on November 21st. Boy, that's going to be something. And we will probably uh, play some of it on the show. But... Uh, People are starting to wake up. More and more information is coming out on this stuff. And uh, just one more reason not to listen to all these people saying that, oh, well, yeah, it's it's safe. It's effective. It's, it's the only way to get back to normal. <laughs> There's so much baloney in that statement. Uh, the only way to get back to even close to normal is massive noncompliance. And... Uh, you know, while they were while that was playing, I didn't, I went ahead and typed in uh, search engine, um, and unfortunately, the browser I was using is still set for Google. And even with Google, it came up. Uh, there's four things at the top: Bengals of uh, offensive analyst Adam Zimmer, 38, dies. Bengals. Uh, let's see, that's the same story or different different thing. Julie Powell, best-selling author of Julie and Julia, dead at 49. 
uh, Colton County High School Mourn student band member. And it just keeps going and going and going. And, uh, man, sudden death in young people, heart problems often blamed. Yeah, and this is from the Mayo Clinic. Uh, sudden cardiac death is the swift and unexpected ending of all heart activity. Breathing and blood flow stop right away. Within seconds, the person becomes unconscious and dies. Sudden cardiac death isn't the same as sudden cardiac arrest. Sudden cardiac arrest is a sudden loss of heart activity due to an irregular heart rhythm. Survival is possible with fast, appropriate medical care. <laughs> sudden cardiac death in seemingly healthy people under age 35 is rare. Not anymore. It's more common in males than in females, especially now. When sudden death occurs in adolescents and young adults, it's due sometimes due to undiagnosed heart conditions such as genetic heart disease. Uh, yeah, right. They're making excuses. Uh, the undetected heart problem may cause a person, a young person, to suddenly die during physical activity, such as playing competitive sports. However, sometimes car sometimes car sudden cardiac death can occur without exertion. Yeah, I wonder, especially now, if they've been jabbed. And the previous times, it was mostly cardiomyopathy caused by a selenium deficiency, which the doctors don't know anything about because they don't understand nutrition. Uh, they just can't figure it out, but it, oh, it must be, he was just overexerting himself. You know, his tank ran dry, and that was it. Uh, engine stops. How common is sudden cardiac death in young people? Most sudden cardiac deaths are in older adults, particularly those with heart disease, yet sudden cardiac arrest is the leading cause of death in young athletes. Estimates vary, but some reports suggest about 1 in 50,000 to 1 in 80,000 young athletes die of sudden cardiac death each year, and that's the um, uh, cardiomyopathy primarily, and uh, it's 100,000 a year on average from what Dr. Wallach says. In people under 18 and 400,000 times a year in people over 18. But that's not what we're talking about here. That's cardiomyopathy uh, during activity. But in this case, we're talking about the heart just quitting because, hey, it's got crap in it that uh, caused by these jabs. So moving right along, let's see here. Sudden unexpected death in women. Kim.com on Twitter. I will watch the documentary. Uh, let's see what this one says. I got to wait for Twitter to come up. Uh, died suddenly this November. <laughs> Use the hashtag, hashtag died suddenly. If you know someone who died suddenly after taking the hashtag COVID-19 injections and share their story. Oh my goodness. It's crazy. And it just keeps going and going and going. But, um, Mm -mm -mm. Let me switch browsers and bring up one that I have set to uh, use a different search engine. Uh, let's see here. I think this is Bing or DuckDuckGo. Let's see what we get here. Take off and former Vikings DC Adam Zimmer died suddenly. Steve Nash out as Nets coach. Uh, New Bedford man wins wrongful death suit after mother dies choking on a clam. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> Family's heartbreak as young mom, 22, dies suddenly after collapsing at home. Gee, I wonder what that came from. 
Let's have a look at that one. And of course, we got all these stupid pop-up things. Where's the story? A young mom of two died of an asthma attack. Oh, aged just 22 after being found unconscious by her fiance. On October 26th, Amy Greenwood had been on the phone with her brother James, telling him she was about to have a shower and go to bed. However, moments later, her partner, Keegan Boylan, heard a thud upstairs. When he rushed to check on her, he found a collapsed Amy who was no longer breathing, having suffered a sudden and unexpected asthma attack. Hmm. Emergency services were called to the home in... Skelmersdale, Lancashire. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be in the UK somewhere. While Keegan tried to keep her alive with CPR, uh, she was rushed uh, to Wigan Hospital. But despite regaining a heartbeat and best efforts of everyone involved, she had to be placed on life support, her brother James told the Liverpool Echo. Within an hour of her being rushed to the hospital, my dad called and said we all needed to come up. We were told they had uh, got her breathing again, but because she had a lack of oxygen, something had happened to her brain. We were told she wouldn't be the person we knew if she came out of it. Wow. Beautiful young lady. Scan showed no brain activity on Friday. A decision was made to turn off her life support, and we all said our goodbyes. It was completely out of the blue. I'll bet you, being in the UK, she also was jabbed, and that's probably what brought all this stuff on. You know, typical. And it just keeps going. Um, suddenly, died suddenly, unwanted effect. Uh, I think that's the thing about the movie. Megan Kelly reveals her sister side suddenly. That was part of this video. Spare a prayer for my mom. And Susan Crossley, age 58, died of a sudden heart attack. Hmm. Yeah. Sudden death mystery of healthy people. Let's see what this one says. This is male. Number of people of adults who suddenly die without explanation could be much higher than recorded in official figures, researchers said today. Yeah, because most of them are swept under the rug. Study funded by the British Heart Foundation estimates or estimated 3,500 apparently healthy adults die suddenly each year in England. Hmm. Starting when? <laughs> After the jabs rolled out? It found that around 4% of such deaths, uh, no cause can be found, yeah, because they won't look in the right area, <laughs> despite a full post-mortem examination. <laughs> hey, those arteries are all full of these rubber bandy type clotted stuff, but uh, we don't know where it comes from. Never Amyloids. Seen... <laughs> What's that, Murr? Amyloids. 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 Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> They're not blood clots. Uh, good grief. Lead researcher, Dr. Tim Bowker, Associate Medical Director at the BHF, whatever that is, uh, said it has long been recognized that there are occasions when an apparently previously healthy adult dies suddenly and unexpectedly, and any abnormalities found at post-mortem are minimal or non-existent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because we're not going to go there. In such cases, it can be very difficult to identify a precise cause of death. The le this leads us to question whether these deaths are rare or represent the tip of a larger iceberg. Hmm. You ain't seen nothing yet. Uh, 
said such deaths should be classed as the adult equivalent of sudden infant death syndrome. Yeah, SIDS is now SADS, giving the condition a name, sudden adult death syndrome. Yeah, and the thing is, sudden infant death syndrome was known by Dr. Wallach to be a selenium deficiency. Same thing. Mom was deficient when she was pregnant, and there was only, uh, up to the a few years ago, there were only two infant formulas, uh, ProSoy and Infamil, that had selenium in the uh, in the formula. And after Dr. Wallach sued the FDA, they forced them to require it in all infant formulas now. And that's why in some cases, if mom's nutrient deficient, it's better to put your kid on formulas because they're getting more from the formula than they're getting from mom, which is not good. You know, the right thing is for mom to be on the supplementation herself, and that way the baby will get what mom's getting. But that takes education, and most people ain't got it. Uh, Oh, here we go. Why are so many young people dying suddenly? Hmm. Yeah, interesting question. If the push notifications on my computer are any indication, an alarming trend is unfolding before our eyes. Young, seemingly healthy individuals are dropping like flies, dying suddenly. It wasn't always like this. (laughs) This just started within the last year. Sure, the death notifications of high-profile figures would come occasionally, but they were usually for those in their 80s or 90s who had simply come to the end of a long life. Or for young individuals who had committed suicide... Now it's different. The other day, it was Baltimore Ravens linebacker Jalen Ferguson. He was 26 and had played three seasons of professional football. No cause of death was given. CNN reported. CNN's never going to say anything about, yeah, I'm sure he was jabbed. Then there was 25-year-old Caleb Swanigan, former NBA player, had been the uh, 2017 Big Ten Player of the Year at Purdue University. The coroner report concluded that Swanigan died of natural causes at 25. What kind of causes are natural that would cause somebody to die at 25? (laughs) Again, that's a coroner who will not tell the truth because he's being told not to, probably. A few days before Swanigan's death was revealed, Danielle Hampson, the fiancé of X Factor star Tom Mann, died on their wedding day. Ooh, (laughs) She did not suffer from any known health problems, and her cause of death is unknown. The Daily Mail reported she was only 34. The deaths of these three individuals happened or were reported on in only the last few days. And there were just just high-profile, and these are just high-profile instances. If this many celebrities are unexpectedly dropping dead, how many average non-celebrity deaths are occurring with individuals in their prime years and health? Potentially quite a few. Healthy young people are dying suddenly and unexpectedly from a mysterious syndrome. <laughs> toxic shock or toxic shot syndrome is what it is. <laughs> a Daily Mail headline proclaimed in early June. The syndrome known as sudden adult, de- uh, sudden adult death syndrome, or SADS, seems to affect the heart as doctors are encouraging people under 40 to get this primary organ checked. Yeah, like they're going to do anything for it if they do. And that's going to be another thing we'll look at. 
Good journalists are supposed to ask questions, yet in the midst of what seems like a catastrophe in the making, I don't see many in the media who are even curious about why we are suddenly seeing so many young people dying. So I'll ask a few questions of my own. Could these sudden deaths be related to the mass rollout of the COVID vaccine? Oh, looky there. Oh, they're going to get uh, canceled. <laughs> By the way, I'm putting this in the um, chat room here and on the Telegram channel. Do, 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 real quick. Uh, there we go. Now, back to, where was it? Um, yeah. Could these, uh, could these sudden deaths be related to the mass rollout of COVID injections we've seen in the last year and a half? If so, why are these deaths seemingly on the rise even as COVID injections are dropping? Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet, at least in the U.S. Is it possible that the sudden increase in SADS is due to the long-term health effects of the COVID injections? Questions such as these are taboo and raised only in a handful of journalists doctors or scientists who want to know the truth they often pay for such questions by being canceled ostracized or by having their professional license revoked yeah look at what's happening to dr peter mccullough yet for those who have eyes to see not only experience but science as well is beginning to reward their tenacity for finding the truth Scientific studies are increasingly producing results that, re that support a healthy skepticism regarding these experimental jabs. For example, a recent study in the journal Andrology confirms that COVID injections decrease sperm counts. Meanwhile, a study in Science shows that effective ineffectiveness of the injection against the disease is supposed to prevent. Furthermore, a new study still in the reprint phase or preprint phase shows that the injections numerous adverse effects move the risk benefit of the injections into negative territory boy somebody's going really and her this is annie holmquist is the editor of this um such studies call into question the boatloads of information we've been fed by public officials this and scientific experts regarding the injection the virus the injections and our response to both have we been sorely misled <laughs> you think and will such misleading end in serious harm to ourselves and our loved ones you can count on it it shouldn't surprise us if such is the case for as c.s lewis explains in the abolition of man the power that scientific discovery and exploration brings is soon corrupted and used for control of the masses. Uh -huh. The last men, far from being the heirs of power, will be of all men most subject to the dead hand of the great planners and conditioners and will themselves exercise least power upon the future, Lewis wrote. Why is this the case? Man's conquest of nature, if the dreams of some scientific planners are realized, means the role of a few hundreds of men over billions upon billions of men. There neither is nor can be any simple increase of power on man's side. Each new power won by man is a power over man as well. Each advance leaves him weaker as well as stronger. In every victory, besides being the general who triumphs, he is also the prisoner who follows the triumphal car. Perhaps the ever-growing number of sudden and early deaths 
will jolt us awake to the fact that we too may be the prisoners following blindly behind the cars of experts who love to use today's scientific advances to promote tomorrow's control of society. Ooh, doggies. That's a pretty good one there. And that brings right up, let me see if I can find it here. Uh, Should be. Come on, got to find the right page. Well, it moved. (laughs) I hate when that happens. Oh, goodness gracious. I know it's got to be at the top somewhere. There is a, there was an article that I just saw here recently where they are, now the big thing is trying to treat all the heart problems that people are experiencing as a result. Ah, here it is. Medical system struggles with how to treat heart disease caused by COVID jabs. One of the most prestigious medical journals dealing with heart disease, the Journal of the American Heart Association, JAHA, (laughs) has published two new articles this month dealing with how to detect and treat COVID-19 injection-induced heart disease, myocarditis, pericarditis, and myopericarditis. They are vaccine-triggered acute autoimmune myocarditis defining, detecting, and managing an apparently novel condition, And the second one, myocarditis after COVID-19 injection in pediatrics. Ooh, in babies. A proposed pathway for triage and treatment. Medical journals are generally not written for the public, but for doctors and other medical professionals. So you will not hear about this in the corporate news, of course, which is heavily sponsored by the drug companies who produce the COVID jabs and would not want the general public to have this information. Imagine that. The JAMA, or JAHA, Journal of the American Heart Association, published studies admit to difficult situations in treating what they refer to as a novel cardiac disease that is caused by COVID-19 injections without fueling injection hesitancy, which would reduce the number of people getting COVID-19 injections, which, of course, they are obligated to believe are necessary to fight the COVID-19 virus disease. To admit otherwise would be to admit these injections are a total scam and unnecessarily killing and maiming people of criminal offense. Among the seemingly endless unknown unknowns that the COVID era has foisted on policymakers, public health, healthcare providers, researchers, and the public is the apparently novel cardiac disease identified in this issue of the Journal of the American Heart Association as myocarditis after COVID-19 injection. Elsewhere as post-injection myocarditis, and perhaps in the the future along the lines of injection-triggered self-limiting acute autoimmune myocarditis. Oh goody, all these fancy terms. This potentially serious complication has been associated with serious harm, arguably most prominently through promotion of injection hesitancy, another complex mechanism underlying COVID-19-mediated harm. So the fact that JAHA even has to address this issue and given guidance to medical providers in how to detect and treat these new novel injection-induced cardiac diseases proves that these injections cause harm, especially among young males. Yeah, but they're not about to do the, say the obvious thing, stop giving these stupid things. They can't do that. So we're just going to treat 
that's the typical thing. You know, the allopathic medical community gives you something that they know is going to cause a problem. Just knowing down the road, well, we'll just give you something else for that when we come to it. It's like the idiots that give you um, uh, hydrochlorothiazide or, um, you know, uh, whatchamacallits, um, steroid drugs. And, uh, not steroids, um, oh crap, what do they call those things? Uh, cholesterol meds. Anyway, they give you those things knowing full well that down the road within two to five years, it's going to cause type 2 diabetes. We got, it's no problem. We got a treatment for that too. And that's just the way they, that's the way they roll. You know, we know it's going to make it bad, but we got something else. You know, now they've got to find something to deal with this. And so far they've been unsuccessful, but they'll just keep at it. And, you know, that's okay. As long as they're not the ones with the problem, it's one of their patients. Patient dies. Yeah, we'll get another one. Give them another shot. <laughs> oh, man. The fact that the Jahas even address this issue is truly astounding because they are basically admitting that this is a very real and serious problem. And that they have been totally unprepared on how to detect and treat these injection-induced cases of heart disease. They try to minimize the true danger by stating that those who have been detected with these forms of heart disease have mostly been treated and sent home with no evidence of continuing heart problems. Baloney! You know, they probably go home and die. Despite the wide variation in management, which remains provider, uh, which remains provider and center, spe uh, center specific to date, the overwhelming majority of these patients have recovered clinically and have been discharged home within 10 days or less with no <laughs> residual echocardiographic evidence of significant cardiac dysfunction. I don't know where they're getting that. <laughs> But here's the elephant in the room nobody wants to address. Nobody knows what the long-term effects are from these COVID-19 injection-induced heart problems. Well, they do know that cardiomyopathy, or not cardiomyopathy, but myocarditis, generally results in the death of the person who has it within five years. And if it's a child, so much more so. These patients are now undergoing close outpatient cardiology follow-up and testing to understand if there are significant long-lasting sequelae, fancy term, you know, effects. The CDC is also investigating long-term effects of COVID-19 injection associated myocarditis through surveys of patients and healthcare providers. Oh, so you died from this. How long ago did you die, and do you think you'll uh, get better? <laughs> Oh boy! Do we even get studies? Hey, yes, sir. Yeah, I just wanted to point out something. You know, I sold health insurance for a lot of years. This is my. Um, I had to walk away from it in January because you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see what was happening. Of course, I knew it a year before that that was going to happen. But um, these doctors are getting well paid. I don't know if anybody's looked at some of the statistics but uh, in the hospitals, but there, uh, I saw a study recently, if they give them a client gets all of their shots, a hundred clients, they get 40 grand. And if they get uh, 200 clients to do it, it doubles to 80 grand. But if one client misses one shot, they lose the whole 80 grand. And that's with Blue Cross. Uh, these people know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, to a great extent they're not stupid they have to be smart to get into medical school so it's just a matter of bucks that's yeah. all there yeah 
they're they're willfully uh, subjecting their their clients and their patients to a potentially deadly uh, condition so they can make money and that's you know it, it makes you wonder about these people I don't care how nice they seem to be when it all comes down to push and shove if if they're gonna lose you know a large you know five figures worth of money if you don't take your jab they're going to fire you and get you off their books so to speak if they can't talk you into it so that you don't mess up their average it's the other sp- thing i saw was a layout of all the different states and the average hospital take on a covid all the way through till mm-hmm. death. yeah and uh, it was any did you ever see that it was like 350 to 500 thousand dollars yeah uh, per client per, yeah west virginia gets a boatload <laughs> I don't know what it is with West Virginia, but I saw some of the numbers. They get somewhere between five hundred and seven hundred thousand uh, dollars for the whole process if they get them on a ventilator and give them remdesivir and all those things. Um, it's crazy, but you know, and that's why it's so dangerous to go to a hospital in this day and age for anything. Just to visit somebody can be dangerous um, because if they, you know, any they figure anybody that comes through their doors is fair game. And if they can find a way to give you, get you on a bag of remdesivir and put you on a vent, they'll do it. You know, more money. And it's, it's absolutely disgusting. It really is. And the insurance companies, not just the health insurance, but the life insurance companies are really freaking out because the results it's taken on them, uh, they're having out, pay out massive amounts of claims, you know, 40%. And Prior to this, a 1% to 2% increase in claims paid out over a year would be considered a, a unusual year. But Jim, for- I, was, uh, I was thinking, though, on the life insurance people, they're going to get paid on the back end. Um, you know, they're going to get remunerated. They'll just crank up the printing press. Yeah, that's, you figure that's probably what they're going to have to do because they'll, they'll be considered like the auto manufacturers too big, or the banks too big to fail. You know, we've got a prop them up so of course you know congress will sit there and reimburse them but the fact that they're even you know announcing this or putting the information out about it uh that should be opening people's eyes now there are so many more claims especially in people in the working age you know 18 to 49 or 60 ish um that's monumental so to speak Anyway, uh, let's see here. Where was I? They try to memorize the true danger by stating that those who have been detected in with these forms of heart disease have mostly been treated and sent home. Um, oh, here we go. To even get studies like this published in the prestigious medical journals, the authors have to uh, parrot the CDC mantra that all these cases are rare. But the fact that they have to address the issue of vaccine-induced heart disease and how to detect and treat them contradicts the belief that these are cases are rare you know if they were rare why would you have to even talk about it but they're not since i am not constrained by big pharma funding or employment (laughs) and this is brian silhavy the uh, editor of uh, health impact news um, i'm going to share data that the government has collected in their vaccine adverse event reporting system that strongly suggests these cases are not rare but epidemic This is the information that seldom appears in these studies and never appears in the corporate media. 
I took to the to the uh, three forms of heart disease that the Jaha referenced, which are myocarditis, pericarditis, and myopericarditis, and searched for these three terms or three forms in the VARES following COVID-19 injections. The search found almost 25,000 cases with 381 deaths, 1,145 permanent disabilities, over 5,000 ER visits, and nearly 13,000 hospitalizations. Yee. From October 21, 2022, uh, release of VAERS data, uh, found 24,898 cases where vaccine is COVID-19 or COVID-19-2, and symptom is myocarditis or myopericarditis or pericarditis. And you have death, 381, which is up or 1.53%. Uh, uh, permanent disability is 1,145. Office visit, 3,792. Emergency room doctor visit, 5,123. Hospitalized, 12,821. Hospitalized prolonged, 34. Recovered, 4,381. Yeah, for now. Birth defect, 16. Life-threatening, 2,157. Not serious, 6,406. Total, 36,256, or up 145.62%. By contrast, using the exact same search terms for all FDA-approved vaccines for the previous 30-plus years before the COVID shots were given emergency use authorization in December of 2020, we get the following results. <laughs> Death, 86. Oh, geez. And that's down 7.98%. Permanent disability, 41. Office visit, 29. Emergency room visit, 368. Emergency room or doctor, 70. Hospitalized, 594. Hospitalized prolonged, 21. Recovered, 343. Life-threatening, 135. Not serious, 165. For a total, and this is over 30 years now, 1,852, as opposed to a year and a half, 36,256 from the COVID jabs. There's a little bit of a difference there. So for 30 years of previous vaccine history, 86 deaths linked to these three forms of heart disease were reported in VARES, or less than three per year. And uh, But for just one year, the year 2021, there were 244. Mm-hmm. That's 8,411% increase of deaths due to heart disease following the experimental COVID-19 injections compared to all injections of the previous 30 years. And that's just so far. Now wait the next two to five years and see how many more drop over. That is not rare. <laughs> Keep in mind that this is established fa uh, that less than 1% of all Injection injuries are reported to VAERS. Yeah, according to Harvard study, 0.8% are reported. So multiply those numbers by 100, and you'll get a lot closer to reality. This is a crime where people should be prosecuted, tried, and convicted, publicly executed. And if convicted, probably executed. Because if this data was shared with the public, most people would undoubtedly prefer to risk getting COVID than risk dying or being disabled due to heart disease, especially when it comes to children and young adults. But that would hurt vaccine sales, and so most of the public remains ignorant of the actual data. Good grief. And there ends the reading. Good heavens. It just keeps on going. Insanity. Absolute insanity. But 
My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Is the public being conditioned for the next COVID scam with a lab-escaped killer mutant virus? Sure, why not? Worked every other time. <laughs> Might as well do it again and again and again. Uh, but we won't get into that just yet. Let's see here. Death by Vax. Access mortality up 17% among fully injected. I bet it's more than that. Let's see here. An alleged black ops or psyop secret U.S. naval intelligence officer and data expert claims that based on data from U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or the COVID death cult, excess tests among the fully injected are up 17%. Not only that, but rates of cancer in those who took the jabs from Operation Warp Speed are at a 9 sigma rise. Hmm, whatever that is. Which the individual who put this together all together describes as a hard rudder turn for cancer means something is straight ahead. The CDC is so concerned about the truth coming out, this person adds, that it is committing blatant fraud to cover it all up. Yowzers. Various doctors who were tweeting on Twitter about the matter incognito also confirmed that they are seeing a massive uptick in new cancer patients who all got jabbed for the Chinese flu in obedience to the government. Our neurosurgeons have confirmed that we are seeing a rise in brain cancer across all age groups, one account wrote. Most strikingly in young adults, several staff physicians included, uh, they have no idea why. The situation is slightly worse in Europe than it is in the United States, the data shows, at least as far as excess deaths are concerned. And there has not been so much as a peep about it from the corporate-controlled media. Heaven forbid! I mean, their meal ticket is paid by Big Pharma. Why on earth would they say anything to upset that apple cart? In the U.S., the excess death rate among the fully jabbed is 0.7% lower than in Europe, which could just be margin of error, or perhaps the European versions of the ejections are more dangerous. Possible. Australia is also suffering through an excess death apocalypse, as fully injected residents are now dropping dead, seemingly without cause. In the year 2022, up through June 30th, nearly 100,000 Aussies who, took, who fully took the shots are now fully dead. Insurance industry experts are really starting to notice the trend. One suggested that what we are now witnessing is the largest mass die-off of people who belong to the working class in world history. At least since the uh, plague days. The CEO of one insurance group claims a 10 Sigma event is now occurring. Keep in mind that the likelihood of a 10 Sigma event is something like once every billion years. The, skept the ethical skeptic account on both Twitter and Substack, which is said to be owned and operated by an aforementioned military asset, the data expert has been keeping a close eye on the CDC's data hiding efforts and concerning all this. CDC is now, post-system upgrade, unilaterally shifting cancer, uh, UCOD, I'm assuming unknown cause of death, to COVID unknown cause of death, even trivial non-socomial cases of COVID, he tweeted, thereby hiding the stark cancer increase from you. 
Undeniable smoking gun proof, he added. Heart-related deaths are also hidden deep within the CDC's manipulated data sets. The, skeptic, or the ethical skeptic says heart-related RXX abnormal clinical and lab finding mortality was separated from IXXICD-10, whatever that is, heart-related mortality. These two separate classification methods. Okay. Uh, when you combine the two classifications back to, into one, you find the hidden heart-related deaths. Despite COVID at a very low level, we are at an all-time peak in heart-related deaths, he added, uh, calling it a 20-sigma event. Again, I don't know what the heck that is. In some, there is very little COVID in the world now, but there are plenty of unexplained deaths, right? Emerald Robinson on her Emerald Robinson's The Right Way Substack page. Heart-related deaths, cancer deaths, how many of those deaths were injected people? <laughs> More of the latest news about Fauci flu shots can be found at chemicalviance.com. Yeah, it's getting crazy. But, you know, take the shot. I just did it because I was told I needed to. I wake up every day in ag agony. Man suffering nerve damaging following COVID injection shares heart-wrenching story. Good grief. A young Australian man and DJ who suffered major nerve damage after taking a COVID-19 injection has shared his heartbreaking story, which included a warning you to anyone yourself, else. Jim, you're muted. What? What'd you say? I'm not muted. That's weird. Let me refresh the screen here. Let me just bring it all back. Okay, can you hear me now? Hello, hello? Yep. Yes, we can hear you. I don't know what was going on. I looked at the thing wasn't muted, but something went anywhere. Made a little snap noise of some sort. Huh, strange. Yeah. It's just a freaky thing of Jitsi, and of course, people don't want this information to get out. Who knows? Maybe they found us. <laughs> That's freaky. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm just scrolling down to see if they actually have a video of this guy giving his testimony. Oh, weirdly enough, it doesn't seem that. Um Let's see here. The Australian medical and health system has failed me and is now actively destroying the right to choose a treatment and the doctor-patient relationship. And what is concerning is that they are now coming for you, too. Right, songwriter Tyson Illingworth, noting that he got the Moderna injection. After explaining how he's been involved in the music industry for two decades and is a well-established figure, the 35-year-old explained that he never thought he would be contracted or contacted most frequently about sharing his experience with the jabs. Music is one of the most important and powerful things in my life, and I'm eternally grateful that I get to live my dream. I wake up every day excited about creating music for my millions of fans and clients around the world, Illingworth wrote. Never in my wildest dreams, uh, or more precisely in my nightmares, did I expect that I would find myself where I am today. Instead of touring and being interviewed for my latest show, track, or album, I'm receiving daily media invitations to talk about my fight to regain my health after being injured and paralyzed by the Moderna injection. 
He went on to say that uh, he is pro-science and that he believes in evidence-based research, data, and medicine, and as such, gladly took the injection because he was told and believed it was the right thing to do. <laughs> Sucker! Uh, I had to complete, I had complete faith and trust in my country's leadership and, that was the biggest mistake, and medical system. That is, until I suffered a severe adverse reaction that left me helpless, paralyzed, and with no help from doctors or my government, he writes. He went on to note that after living in California for a decade, he moved back to his native country in 2021, thanks in large part to Democrats completely shutting down much of the state's economy. In October the same year, I received my first injection. Within days, I started to feel severe and unbearable shooting pain and paralysis in my hands and feet. I contacted a globally well-respected spinal surgeon for advice, and his reply scared me like nothing before. This can only be evidence of a catastrophic neurological failure, Ellingworth noted further adding. Shortly afterwards, I was rushed to hospital where I stayed for two weeks. I was in disbelief and became uh, depressed because I couldn't believe the injection could do this to me, especially when we were all told it was safe and effective, and if there was a reaction, it would be minor. If this was not enough, whilst in the hospital, I was under the care of a highly rude and dismissive neurologist who repeatedly told me, there is no way this is the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, of course. Over time, my condition worsened. Uh, I asked the doctors at the hospital if I would ever walk properly again, and they would not give me an answer because they were perplexed too. I was, uh, it was an unsurreal and lonely experience learning how to walk again. I had no one to whom I could turn who could understand me or give me any answers. Then things got really bad. <laughs> Before leaving the hospital, this, his neurologist insisted that Ellingworth get a second injection, claiming if you don't get the second one, the first one will be redundant. <laughs> what? Oh, man. But after getting the second jab just a month after his first, Ellingworth noted that his condition got much worse leaving him nearly paralyzed and out of breath so badly he had to call for an ambulance. And to make matters worse, he wound up getting COVID anyway in January of 2022, which nearly killed him because he said he got little assistance from doctors and nursing staff who treated him and anyone else on the COVID ward like a biohazard. I honestly do not know how I made it through these two, those two weeks in isolation, he wrote, by a miracle, I am grateful I survived. However, the combination of my injection injury and contracting COVID took me into a dark abyss for a period of time, and all I know is this. I now have permanent degeneration of my spinal cord. I wake up every day in agony, and I require high doses of painkillers to function adequately. That pretty much sucks. All because he was lied to by the government and did what they said. Massive non-compliance and resistance is the only thing that's going to work. Ugh. Anywho, let's see here. Shocking new report uncovers massive collusion between big tech and federal government to stifle conservatives under guise of fighting misinformation. Oh, yeah. Of course, who determines misinformation? <laughs> Senate report concludes COVID most likely leaked from Chinese lab. Oh, 
Look at that. But what are they going to do about it? Research into aluminum toxicity killed because it exposed the dangers of childhood injections. Good grief. Two days after exposing pedophile ring run by CIA and Mossad, crypto developer found dead. Uh-huh. Surprise, surprise. October 28th, Maker Dow, or M-A-K-E-R-D-A-O, co-founder um, Nikolai Meshagian, M-U-S-H-E-G-I-A-N, anyway, tweeted a disturbing message to his followers linking government intelligence agencies to a pedophilia ring allegedly running out of Puerto Rico and the Caribbean islands. Two days later, he was found dead in San Juan. His message, which is still posted on Twitter, reads as follows. CIA and Mossad and pedo elite are running some kind of sex trafficking and entrapment blackmail ring out of Puerto Rico and Caribbean islands. They're going to frame me with a laptop planted by my ex-girlfriend, who was a spy. They will torture me to death. Hmm. Two days later. Must be. It's safe to say that most of our readers are well aware that the CIA, but of of the CIA, but Mossad, an intelligence agency of Israel, is probably lesser known. Mossad is the Israeli version of the CIA in simple terms. Uh, what uh, Meshigan or Masigian or whatever it is was suggesting before his mysterious passing is that a Jeffrey Epstein-style child traffic operation is running wild off America's eastern coast. He must have struck a nerve because he was quickly silenced for broadcasting this to the world. He died just five days after the after approval of a lucrative custodian partnership with Coinbase. Uh, the guy was 29 when he died. Maybe he had the jab. He is uh, profiled as a stablecoin innovator and BitShares contributor who created DAI, which runs on the Ethereum network. According to reports, the San Juan Police Bureau in uh, Puerto Rico found his body on a beach behind Ashford Hospital in Condado. He was found near the water, and rescuers were unable to revive him because his vital signs were already gone. Official reports suggested that his body was dragged by currents and swept away while he was swimming. In other words, <laughs> the official cause of death is an accident. Of course it is. Few believe this based on the timeline when, the, when, his, when he tweeted about the CIA and Mossad and when he turned up dead. Three days prior to the tweet, um, the Maker DAO community, who had uh, had also approved a lucrative custodian partnership with cryptocurrency giant Coinbase, which is also worth noting. Many in the crypto space are skeptical of the official story concerning Masigan's whatever his name is, death. It's clear to them that something nefarious occurred as a result of the information he tweeted. Hmm. So anyway, yeah, make them mad, they'll make you dead. Fun. Audit reveals over 132,000 public employees in Illinois are being paid over 100,000 a year. Yowzer. Good work if you can get it. 
They're probably standing around watching people dig ditches and stuff. Six U.S. banks under investigating under investigation for prioritizing woke climate agenda over investors' interests. <laughs> oh man, this is crazy. Anyway, let's shift gears. I want to um, play a uh, one of the latest Prife International videos. If I what did I do with it? Um, it was right here. Wait a minute. See if I got... Nope. That's not it. What happened to that thing? That's strange. I had all this stuff out ready to go. And it just flat disappeared on me. Good grief. Well, we'll just click the link and make up a new one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me a second here. Do, 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 do. Ah, there we go. And I spent 25 years researching uh, men living to 100. I just love all these things that automatically play, even though I have autoplay turned off. Uh, get to skip and get it to where we're ready to. There we go. Turn the volume back up. Here we go. Quite a number of special guests uh, who will be with us to share their stories. And I hope that um, what they have to share will inspire uh, you guys. First of all, I would like to invite our special guests, husband and wife from the Philippines. And um, yeah, they are with us, uh, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Remy and Jovet. Harina, how are you? Okay, so let's um, introduce them. <laughs> you have to unmute. <laughs> All right. So how are you today? Uh, we're doing good. We're doing good, okay. Jane. Okay. Yes. You're from, yeah. uh, at the moment, you're staying in Davao, right? In the uh, Philippines? Yeah. That's right. We are here. We are enjoying and, um, the... Uh, Remy and, and, and Jovette, husband and wife team, uh, let me start off with uh, Mr. Remy first. Um, when you were introduced to the uh, iTerra Care Classic, I mean, what was your first reaction? Actually, the, my intention at the, when I was when it was introduced to me uh, month of May this year, and the purpose is for my wife because my wife was suffering severe pain uh, from a frozen shoulder. And okay. we spent a lot of money and uh, a lot of time, a lot of uh, uh, a sleepless night for her, you know. And uh, thanks God, this uh, Itera Care helps a lot. And uh, it was just like a magic, you know, wow. one session and it is gone, you know. So by, uh, and not only that, there's a lot of, uh, uh, positive uh, result that has been experiencing by my wife, uh, like uh, her thyroid and so on. But with that, with all this positive result, it encourages me uh, to, to do the business. But uh, during the time when, uh, uh, when uh, the frozen shoulder of my wife 
was gone. We were very busy preparing to move from Laguna to Davao. So it took us at least two months before we settled in Davao. And then I started to do the business. Wow. By that time, I, I, I also experienced some positive physical improvement. And then I was so, uh, so I thought of myself that uh, it's about time to share, you know, to tell the story uh, to, to, to my friends, to my families, you know, and uh, it's true enough. And uh, so a lot of my friends, which is from the US, from, uh, uh, from uh, India, and I was able to reach out also some of my friends in Nigeria, and uh, some other places because the product is so effective and uh, this is the product for health and beauty us actually that uh, the now's generation i mean uh, uh, because the, the 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 hospitals the the medicines are becoming more and more expensive especially here in the philippines so with this product just one product which is care can be used for the whole family. So what a wonderful saving is that? And uh, thanks God, uh, some, of, um, some of my friends, they, they believe in me and uh, they also experience a positive uh, result of, their product, of the products. So now I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm seeing my, my, the business, it's now, it's not only in the Philippines, I'm, uh, it's now global. And the good thing is, because the company is already, uh, it's already expanded to many countries. So it is easy now for our relatives and friends like in America or in Europe or in other part of Asia to buy, okay? Like uh, today, uh, today morning, uh, one, of, one of my, uh, one of my uh, business partner just called me from New York. You know, because uh, his, uh, uh, his brother, uh, her brother has sponsored somebody in New York. So you see, it's becoming, uh, the, the, the business to become a global is becoming more and more doable. I think see? because of the nature of the product, which is something that you just blow and it's not a food supplement. So it can be couriered or sent to different parts of the world. Um, yes. and that helps in the global business all right that's right the yeah. product is universal so you don't need you know to send the product to another country you don't need yeah. the fda of that country so it's, yeah. beca it's becoming you know it's becoming easy to do the product uh, the, the the business yeah and i'm sure you want to say hello to some of your indian uh, friends and downlines yes i well. <laughs> uh, would like to say hello to my friends uh, all over uh, yeah, yeah. Deep, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as, and, well as, um, some, yeah, as well as some my uh, business partner there in Manila, uh, yeah, yeah. Rick Habacon, Ed La Chica. Yeah. Everyone, you know. everyone. Okay, everyone. so now, um, Jovet, yeah, it's your turn. Uh, yeah. Tell us your experience as your husband uh, pointed out about your frozen shoulder for a start. Yeah. Uh, I used to suffer a lot uh, from my frozen shoulders and um, it's, it was almost 
two years. I've been suffering for it. And uh, we tried a lot of things already, like massage, pain uh, relievers, you know, etc. like uh, ointments. But <laughs> nothing, nothing happened. And, uh, and you, were, my husband you, 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 you were on yeah, a painkiller, pain right? Yes. Yeah. So when my husband purchased the device uh, from a very good friend of ours, in just one uh, 20 minute application uh, for me, um, my husband just blowing it, you know, in just 20 minutes. And then I just. Um, the pain was gone. When my, my, my shoulders was uh, already wow. raised up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really amazing. And um, until now, I never, I never um, experienced any more the pain. And wow. uh, not no also need, that. No need, no need painkiller anymore. No, no need. <laughs> yes. No need, pain, no need painkillers. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to show, I want to show this photo of yours. I want to show before you talk about your story. This is an oh, interesting, yeah. interesting photo of yours. The one on the left um, and the one on the right is a two weeks, uh, two weeks time frame. Okay, yes. it's a two weeks uh, difference uh, time frame. Now, tell us about it. Tell us about it as we show the photo. Yes, that's true. Um, my intention was um, my eyesight, you know, um, because I'm using already the high grade. Uh, um, Glasses, glasses, and then when I when I uh, wanted my my uh, my eyes for about two weeks in difference, uh, as you can see on the photo, it has a big difference now. Yes, the one on the right looks younger. <laughs> yes, yes, looks there younger. Seems, there seems to be there <laughs> seems to be a. Yeah, it's like a facelift, you know, on the like right. Like a facelift, yes. Yeah. And also my face, when you look at it, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. it becomes firmer. Yeah. Ready. And also you can see from the wrinkle lines on your eyes and yeah. also um, the complexion. And uh, mm. the one on the right is without makeup. Without makeup. <laughs> yeah. And, the and, uh, else, yeah, I used makeup on it. So it's it's a wonderful side effect that you look younger. But what about your eye? I mean, any the the, the power oh, yes. reduce? It yeah. has a very big improvement. Um, mm. the the one that I I've used with a high grade, I don't use it anymore. Mm -hmm. I just use now my uh, reading glass. Wow, that's amazing. And um, and, uh, not also, only that, uh, my vertigo also was gone. Wow, vertigo talaga. <laughs> Wala na. <laughs> and also, um, this one is really amazed me, no? My mm -hmm. hypothyroid, uh, my intention is to just blow on my, my thyroid. But um, the, the, the effect is my uh, my double chin gun also, it, it lifted up. Wow. So, the and double my chin thyroid the... <laughs> also... Wow! It uh, it's shrink, you know, and yeah. uh, I, I cannot I cannot uh, touch that anymore. That there is some lump anymore. Wow! Amazing! So, amazing. amazing! I praise amazing. God for this. Uh, I take care. Yeah, I yeah. Feel, um, 
you know, it's helped a lot of people watching now. So better use it there. <laughs> better use it. Huh? <laughs> so it's, it's not only for health, it's also for beauty, beauty. and it's also for wealthy, right? So it's, uh, it's all healthy, beauty, wealthy. All right. So yes. thank you so much, uh, Remy and uh, Jovet, all the way from Davao. And uh, may you continue to share this with many more people so that they can be blessed with this um, wonderful product as well. So um, yeah. thank you so much for being with us and all the very best. Thank you. All the very best to, yeah, very best to both of you. All thank right. You. Thank you. So, there you hear from um, our first uh, husband and wife team, uh, their amazing story. Um, it's not just for being healthy, but also the side effect of beauty, you know. Uh, there seems to be some kind of facelift going on with the iTerra Care device when you blow on your face. And um, yeah, it's it's so nice to, to hear that, um, you know, from our our members, customers. And now I would like to invite you, uh, invite our special guest uh, from uh, New York, Rick Oliva. All right. And um, yeah, Rick has a special story to tell, not about himself, but about his mom. Okay. So Rick, uh, welcome Rick. And uh, please unmute yourself. Okay. So I how are you? Know. Good morning to you. <laughs> you are in New York right now. Thank you so much for your time. Um, it's really busy towards the end of the year and you're in the retail uh, business. Thank you so much for coming forward and to share this wonderful story. Um, if I can, just to kickstart, um, Rick, uh, I've known you for several months now and um, the first thing you told me together with your sister, I remember, is how this device can help your mom. That's, that's, the, that's the number one factor, right? And true enough, it has, right? And therefore, you're here today. So please tell us the problem with your mom before she used the device from her walking, eating, dementia. And so please tell us, yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you, Dr. James Ong, first of all, for having me on this live stream. It is indeed a wonderful privilege to be a part of this and to share this wonderful, short of saying a miracle that happened to my mom. Um, I, was, I was connected, well, Remy, which is really interesting that uh, we were side by side with, during this live stream. Yeah. He was the one, yeah, he was the one who sent me a message uh, a few months back. And uh, when he told me about this iTeraCare device, the first thing I told him is that I really need to, you know, do my diligence to check on the product and the studies behind. So after doing so, um, I started thinking about the possibility of this product being able to help our mom initially. And the yeah. reason for that is because about five, six months ago, sometime, uh, my mom took a bad fall. And as a result, she was sent to the hospital. They ran a lot of tests to make sure that there's nothing wrong because she got hit in the head. And I think the left or right shoulder, I don't remember now. So she stayed in the hospital for about a month. After which she was sent uh, through the help of my sister who's been caring for her to a uh, rehab center 
And there she spent three months during the rehab where they did all the therapies and medications and so forth. And finally, when she was able to be sent home, um, you can expect that because there's not much activity going on physically, so she's definitely weak. And But what happened later on is she started developing water retention around her legs. I mean, her legs were like twice the size. Wow, and swollen. Even, yeah, they were swollen, and including her arms. So she was not only just going through some pain, but she couldn't really stand up. She couldn't walk. She does not have the real appetite to eat at all. And um, part of the medication given to her was this water pill to sort of help her release the water retention. But that wasn't really happening either. And they were changing the medication that they were giving her to try and see what can be done to alleviate of that pain from that water retention. So when, when this product, Iteracare, was shared to me and I saw the potential of what it can do towards inflammation, as I understand that that is really the cause of my mom's um, pain. So I decided that I'd like to get the product right away, but then I had to talk to my sister to get permission because she's the one caring for our mom. You know what I mean? Thelma. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thelma. And I spoke to so her as well. Was, yeah. <laughs> right. So as I was explaining it to her, she was getting interested herself about the product. Okay. So to yeah. make a long story short, we got our product, the first one, and we were having to um, switch. I would send the product in the daytime so that they can use it to our mom. And then I would get the product after I come home from work so that I can use it for me and my wife, you know, so we were doing that for almost like a week until I can get other products to, to be delivered. Um, but to make a long story short, in around two weeks time, I mean, two I weeks, just- two weeks, two weeks after she used the product, two weeks. Yes, yes. And I believe my sister was doing it twice on her, like one in the morning, one in the afternoon. And we're talking about the complete, uh, um, uh, blowing in her system okay yeah. so after approximately two weeks time the swelling is gone pain wow. is gone and she was able to walk in the beginning there was you know with somebody in behind her as she walks with the with the with the walker yeah can i share the, the video can i share the video yeah, please please do yes yeah. Yeah, this is the one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yes, in this case, this is before this I think she can barely stand up and hold it, the walker. Correct. <laughs> let's see here. So nice. It's on the uh, Telegram channel, and I just put it in the uh, chat room as well. And and not only that, um, I think uh, if I may show another video of her enjoying quality life now, and she's yes. able to do coloring as well. See, yeah, and um, perhaps you would like to share with us as what you told me about your visit yesterday. Um, to oh yeah. Yes, Dr. Ong. As a matter of fact, that video you showed about her standing up from the chair 
is nothing compared to what I witnessed yesterday when I visited her wow. because she was actually in bed and she didn't know I was going to come by to visit. And the minute she saw me and my wife, she literally just stood out from the bed without any assistance. Of course, she would just have to hold onto the handle so, so that she can you know, raise herself from the bed. But she literally just got out of bed and went into the chair all on her own. Wow, that's, that's nice. It was really amazing. I mean, words cannot describe and how... Your, sorry, you your mom is 91 years old, right? 91 years old, am I right? 93? 93. Wow. Yes. 93 years old. This is just yeah. um, wonderful for her to get regain back her strength and uh, also better quality life. And when you have a better quality life, you can do your other things, enjoy, you know, living again without being dependent. As you said, she did it on her own. She got out of bed on her own. That's that's huge. That's huge, yes. Rick. That's huge. Wow. Yeah. And um, her appetite is... How is her appetite? <laughs> okay. We, we have a saying in the Philippines... We would normally start with breakfast and then there's merienda, which is like a snack. And then yeah. she would have lunch and then there's merienda and then there's dinner and merienda. And then sometimes oh. late at night, she would even have snacks or dessert. <laughs> That's the kind of appetite she has now. That is really good. So continue doing what you guys are doing and um, may you, your family, your loved ones, be totally blessed with this wonderful iTerra Care device. And Rick, thank you so much. Thank you, Thelma. And to your brother, Nestor, whom I met in the Philippines, who came out oh, yeah. with this video and all that, you know. Thanks to all yeah. of you. And uh, continue to share this wonderful device to all your yeah. friends, loved ones, family, especially these coming festive seasons, um, which a lot of people can benefit from. So thank you for coming forward, uh, you know, to be with us. Uh, Rick, and also take care and all the very best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Ong, for having me. Yeah. All right. So next we have is an amazing guy, an amazing guy from Vietnam, <laughs> my good friend whom I call brother, right? Uh, someone I've known for quite a number of years, and um, his name is Eddie Luong. Eddie is from uh, Ho Chi Minh in Vietnam. And just a few months ago, he didn't look like this. If I can just kickstart, Eddie, uh, I'll just show a photo of you, okay? A photo of you and what happened to you. Sure. Okay. So that, uh, hang on, hang on. Uh, let me just get this right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go. So, this is a photo of Mr. Eddie Luong. The one on the left is a bodybuilder, you know, jovial, happy, happy-go-lucky, right? And in February this year, 2022, he suffered an unknown illness with his respiratory problem. And he was admitted to the hospital many, many times. And I had the chance to meet him in... Uh, June, I think it was, yeah, early June. And he was coughing and coughing. And every time, every few minutes, he was coughing with phlegm. And wow, I, I can just feel his discomfort, 
you know, and at that at that time, and um, he lost a lot of weight. He said to say, uh, brother Eddie, but I think a lot of people thought that you're gone. You know, even the doctors they send you home because there's nothing they can do for you. You've been admitted. Now, please tell us your story. I mean, I I don't want to be the one to tell. So please tell us what happened to you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hello. Um. Uh, hello everyone so uh good morning and uh good morning and good, good evenings everyone around the world so sorry i'm so nervous right now so for a long time <laughs> don't be don't stream. be forget yeah. about the people out there it's just between you and me <laughs> yeah yeah okay so that's um i have some experience on that but uh, something nervous and um especially talking about my my previous life before yeah I mean that the previous sickness and so that also terrible and um tell us what happened uh february 2022 um okay you know you that know, yeah. um in february 2022 i um i cough i cough too much and i lost my weight too terrible so you know that from february to end of march i uh, i lost that maybe like 30 kilos 30 and, kilos um, wow. yeah, 30 kilos and um I went to the Eonotros hospital and because of the cold strongly day by day, but it seemed it's not the right disease, you know. So from April 2022, I start continuously fever daily. And the worst day is like 43 degree. I'm wow. so mad. I'm so mad. And you know that's um, and I need to go to the emergency. And they suppose that I had COVID, but after two days in the ICU, I mean that the incentive care unit, yeah. they found nothing and not because of the COVID. So they sent me and they changed me to the hospital of tropical disease. So you don't have COVID, right? I, I, so I, I, I didn't have COVID, you know that? And okay. um, yeah, and they sent me to the hospital of tropical disease due to my lung was impact too much, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I went to the hospital tropical disease and they cannot find and determine what is exactly disease for, from my lung. Mm -hmm. I suffer. I suffer an unknown respiratory respiratory disease, and yeah. every few minutes I had to cough out with a loss of phlegm. phlegm. I I witnessed that. And I that, saw you. It was so uncomfortable. Yeah, a loss of phlegm. You know, and every every minute I cough out and I lost. You know, I lost weight so much. So they were still using the, I mean, I remember the antibiotics. Yes. And, um, the anti-inflammatory and scanning my lung with the x-ray every day to, wow. to, to find out that what, what exactly, is the problem? Yeah, what's the problem? And after two weeks, they said that I may have a big problem with my lung. They, they, they said that I may have. They, 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 they don't know. They don't. They, they don't, don't know. know. They, they they cannot determine what exactly is it, and you know that um, they said that it's called the uh, thickening of lung fluid. I, I I don't I don't know how to how to describe because the doctor cannot describe for me. Yeah. Okay. And they they they, they treat me very well, and I discharge from the hospital within like um, so. I stay in the hospital about one month, and then I discharge to the hospital. From in July 2022, I felt too bad again. I felt too bad and I admit to the hospital again. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. So after two weeks, after two weeks more using, still using the antibiotics, and the hospital returned me to home. They they say that uh, they, they okay. send you home. They send you yes. home, basically. Yes, they say that um, just um, eat whatever you want, just uh, feel fun, just stay fun, stay tuned, my brother. Because because that the doctors call me my brother. Okay, and um, you know that um, even the doctor, even my doctor, could not do anything for me. He could not, and everyone thought I was dying. So you know, the doctor said the rescue rating for 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 for, for, for this kind of disease so is a one per one thousand. Uh, so I mean that one thousand persons that have suffered to the disease so can rescue one, but you cannot be a normal person. You need to be taking care from another one, someone from on the rest of your life. Wow. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. And um, this is, is what happened with me. From yeah, the so you went, you went home, doctor sent you home. Yes. And then how did you get your iTerra care device? Oh, yeah, King, yeah, you know that telling, telling the story about the Atereka, I saw amazing, and then, you know, I saw happy and that, you know, from yeah. August to, from August, August 2nd, you know, I ordered the device and use it. Um, I mean that, I just ordered for some hope. I mean that, I, I'm thinking about that, my next life already. And wow. I, and I thinking that, okay, so if I still in, this existing life, I, I, I need to be, I need to be better. I, 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 I cannot cough. I, I cannot, you know, staying with cough every day and every minute. So yes. I just order for, for another hope. I, I, I don't think anything. I cannot think anything, you know, no? you just get um, an open mind and you yes, just hope. Just yeah. open mind and, and, and try to do something that, you know, new and, and because God has, I, I have no experience on that. I, I don't know it. Exactly. So you know, August 15, I receive, I have received the device. August 15. So what did yeah. you do with the device? How did yeah, you blow? I, yeah, you know, that I, I, I blow the, the, the spine, the, the spin here. The to, back stimulate, to stimulate yeah. the stem cells, right? Yes, yeah. yeah, that's right. And the backbone, my backbone here and my lungs, you know, and my lungs. Mm -hmm. And you know that what amazing story that I enjoy a very, very well slip. I, I slept oh. from um, 11 p.m. until 6 a.m. tomorrow morning without any cough. Wow. Before yeah. that, before that, even when you sleep, you were woken up by your cough, right? Yeah, that's what you know. Before that, six months, I cannot sleep, bro. Six months, I cannot sleep. And every 30 to, you know, 45 minutes, I cough out with a lot of phlegm, you know. And every cough. I feel so badly and I'm, I'm going to die because you know that it's so, it's so big impact to me. And I, so, you know, I cannot go anywhere and I, I'm, I'm, I am very weak. You know, I was very weak, you know, I know and it yeah. lost a lot of, yeah. Yeah. And amazing that I, I was still continue using the device four days more and I feel better day by day. Okay. I, I told my family that just after five days, I told my family that I want to go to the gym for things <laughs> but they said that oh no 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 boy no boy and they they so afraid they so afraid that and they don't want me to take any risk anymore so i said that so stay at home and i will um continue blow for you 
I said that okay, uh, promise me um, we can blow one week. If if after one week, if I still strong, may I go to the gym because I am the bodybuilder. I I mean that I just like look like for a good um, physical for yeah. me. And then I um I designed to this, and you know that she told me that to try one more week and let's see how, you know, and um, she blow me, she blow me two times per day. Yeah. Um, 30 minutes every time. And after one week, I was strongly there never, you know, bro. I yeah. was strongly- I mean, you're talking about time. Julia, right? Julia is the one- Yeah, Julia, yeah, Julia. You know that? <laughs> She's amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm strongly from the inside and you know that, I can work out and I can work out. I can I can do anything I want, yeah. eat and sleep very very well. And you wow. know that September fourth. I mean that September fourth. I use the device from August fifteen, and yeah. until September fourth, I start to go to the gym, and increase my weight to um, seventy four kilos. I mean wow. that seventy four kilos. So I got back you know twenty four kilos uh, from the loss. And um, and now I'm still building my health daily with one time flow every day. You know, one time, just one time is okay. I work Maintain out, it. I swimming in the Sunday, and I'm working very well. And I also that I'm drinking the cheddar has water every day and I spend. So you, you, know, you charge you charge the water and you. I drink. charge the water also because I know that the benefit of the charged water and for your the, cells, right? Yes, yeah, for the cell and cheddar has water. So and I, I spend you know. 16 hours working day by day and i don't feel tired my mind is so fresh you know bro it was amazing and um amazing your recovery is amazing yeah Even what happened to you for six months i think you were right like, yeah you, um, thought you, you thought you were dying many people thought you were dying so yeah a uh, lot of people are dying and then you know that some uh some of my best friend they they prepare for my <laughs> Yeah, they came to visit you. It's like saying goodbye kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So oh, like, wow. so um, sorry to disappoint them. Yeah, sorry to disappoint yeah. them. Thanks to Itera Care. <laughs> Thanks to um, you know that's um, I'm up. You know, know on some way, I thanks to God because that God sent uh, the uh, the gift for me. Amazing. And and God sent me another life. Yes. So you know that's uh, and I thanks to the ITRA care because it's helped me a lot. Yes. And uh, you know, bro, after my recovery, mm -hmm. I served more than four hundred life. Already, yeah. Back, yes, already. <laughs> to back to you know that I I love that and 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 I and I love to see the people more health more happy. I know you're sharing very actively and you're yeah sponsoring. You're like you know sharing the whole world <laughs> yeah all i have like um i have in uh, canada to... right now i have in canada australia to, I in don't the know, US, australia yeah. uh, especially my uh, my my best brother anil in india as well oh and yeah, also, yeah 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 and also in switzerland yes. and um yeah and a lot a lot lots of country because i have a lot of friends so i'm sharing with them because you know that a lot of friends they 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 know my situation very very well yeah, yeah, yeah. and 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 a lot of people they would like to fly over to vietnam to visit me but i say no because of, um i'm not recovering yet but um november and december i will welcome a lot of friends because <laughs> I, they they would like to see me you know directly and uh, see see how can i return i know
Yeah. So thank you, uh, Brother Eddie. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for yeah. being with us. And all the very best to you and your yeah. family and your beloved and, um, wife, yeah. who help you a lot, you know. And bro, and, so uh, yeah. checking this out, occasionally, I um, I say thank you to the Prive International around the world, the Prive member. And uh, luckily, you have a device in your hand. So yes. that's like, you know, enjoy the life with the device, with your family and with your friends. With yeah. the with health. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Come on, come on. And uh, all the very best to you. Take all righty. Well, that was a testimony. People are calling to say goodbye because he's going to die. And then he starts using one of these things and makes a comeback. The rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Such a deal. But, uh, I'll tell you what, I'm hearing more and more and more fantastic um, uh, testimonies of people using these things, and it just blows me away. And uh, I keep, uh, you know, every time I use mine, I just feel better. That's what's really cool. Clarity of thought and just overall general well-being, sleep, everything is so much better. And uh, vision, that's getting better. You know, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Uh, if anybody that hasn't got one of these things yet, what are you waiting for? I mean, uh, when you look at some of the other things that are out there, the Heelys, the Rife machines, and all the other things you spend thousands of dollars for, and this little thing for 350 bucks basically does everything all those others do, and it's so much easier. You don't have to be a computer programmer. All you do is plug it in, turn it on. If you can work a hairdryer, you can work one of these, and... Uh, Actually, this should be your hair dryer because hair dryers put all kinds of nasty negative uh, electromagnetic fields and stuff into you. And when you're blown at your head, what are you thinking? Uh, nothing harmful comes out of these. And uh, if you're blowing your hair with it, you're also giving your brain a, a great uh, session every time, too. So it's a good, you know, killing two birds with one stone or making two birds better with one stone, maybe. <laughs> but anyway... Um, yeah, care is just unbelievable. They are really something else. And like I said, I gave one to a buddy of mine I, that uh, retired from the same police department today. Uh, he's got all kinds of issues. And I said, take this thing home, charge the water, drink the water, use the device, and let me know how you like it. And uh, if you like it, you can, you can pay for it. And if you don't, bring it back. Um, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's going to be writing me a check or <laughs> asking how to pay for it. But, uh, and I'm constantly having people, you know, a guy the other day called me and says, I need another one. What do you mean? Well, I took it to my family and my mom and dad's and they won't give it back. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, people get a hold of these things. They don't want to let go. And, uh, with the results you see from all these testimonies, I can see why. And, uh, especially with things like neuropathy and arthritis, things that are very, very painful and, the only other result, you know, the only other option for most people is drugs. You go to the MD, they give you drugs. And that just makes matters worse. You get one of these things and the problem goes away. It just, you know, in a few minutes you can work your hands, you know, open and closing and stuff like that without pain. Uh, where before you couldn't move them at all. But uh, anybody uh, have any questions on anything? We've got about uh, nine minutes left. Um just go wherever we want to go. Um, if not, we'll see what else we can do. Let's see here. 
Yes, sir. Go ahead, Alan. Who was that? Who was that you played yesterday afternoon? That that audio clip you had on. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm I've trying. got it in the in the other chat, and I can repost it in this chat. It was uh, it's from Space Busters. Oh yeah, else. that's it. Um, it's called the um, End of Germ Theory, and Space Busters. Uh, it's also on my Telegram channel. Um, okay, that's what I was wondering if you had it on your Telegram. Yeah, it is there. It's a two-and-a-half-hour video. I've actually got the actual file that you can download download directly from the uh, Telegram channel. And, uh, oh, okay. It's awesome. <laughs> it is absolutely awesome. Uh, yeah, they it's a really couple hours job. altogether. What's that? It's a couple hours altogether. Yeah, two-and-a-half hours. Two hours, 34 minutes, I think, is the yeah. full length. But it is, uh, and it's good. It's really good. And, of course, tomorrow we're going to have Mike and uh, DW and Cal with us. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what they come up with, but I'm sure it'll be good. Uh, There'll be a lot of uh, uh, reminiscing about last weekend's um, uh, fall for Dixie at Dixie Dixie Republic down in South Carolina because DW and uh, Mike were there. And uh, we had a great time. Uh, We got together Friday night, their hotel room. I just drove down, and we spent about two hours just chatting and having all goods all kinds of time and then they uh went out to get something to eat and i went back to the hotel and crashed <laughs> actually i had some work to do first and then i crashed but um yeah great weekend beautiful drive down with all the trees and everything and the leaves changing and all that and thank goodness my car made it <laughs> with uh tires with three thirty seconds of an inch of tread and it's going in Friday for a complete new set of run flat Pirellis. And uh, plus, all four wheels are dented or bent, and they've got to straighten those out. So that's going to be fun uh, and expensive. But um, things should ride a whole lot better when I get it back, I hope. But uh, looking forward to that. And looking to see Robert's not here today. He must, or is he? I see two R's at the bottom, but I can't see who those R's are. are, are, are um, rescued and rescued. Hmm. Interesting. Well, anyway, um, let me see if there's anything else in the news feed. Uh, um, derailed negotiations. Massive railroad strike looms as second rail union rejects Biden administration. Oh, forgot about all that going on. Yeah, and uh, rumor has it, or supposedly we're going to be running out of diesel fuel by the end of this month or early next month. And that, if that's real, if it actually happens, you better be ready. All this time we've been saying, get prepared. Uh, You'll know why, because if the diesel runs out, there ain't going to be any trucks running, and it's going to get ugly. Uh, George, I think we were talking about the 19th this month, that pretty much being gone. When the nineteenth? Yeah, that was the, what I've heard is they're they're predicting around the nineteenth of this month that may all be yeah done for that. Yeah, I've been here in late November, and uh, I'll tell you what, the whole world and this country definitely runs on diesel. Uh, no diesel, no trains running, no trucks running, and if they ain't running, nothing's moving. And uh, you just wait until uh, that happens. Well, I'll tell you what, grocery stores and everything's going to be empty. Gas stations will be empty. Um, you name it, there won't be anything anywhere. Uh, yep. It'll be downright apocalyptic. Uh, 
and I just went out and filled all my extra fuel cans. I got a couple extras I think I'm going to take and fill up too just to be on the safe side and uh, have those available for my generator and all that good stuff. And got my solar systems, thank goodness, a couple of those. We just need some sunny weather. It's been pretty freaky cloudy the last couple days. But, uh, man, it, it's got the potential for being pretty nasty. And of course, late in November and then moving on into winter. Mm -mm -mm. Old Sleepy Joe did the number on us. And we just took it. Let's declare a pandemic amnesty. Not. <laughs> yeah. I heard that. I Some show that I was watching the other day, they were talking about that. I'll admit, I nearly spit out my coffee when I saw Brown Professor Emily Oster's new headline in The Atlantic this morning. It's a headline we've been waiting to see, and in a re, the revisionist gaslighting style that's become the journalistic norm on the response to COVID. <laughs> it's about the closest thing to an outright admission of guilt that I, we've seen since COVID began. And yeah, it was all about um, let's declare a pandemic amnesty. We need to forgive one another for what we did and said when we were in the dark about COVID. I don't think so. You know, they weren't in the dark. They knew exactly what they were doing. Jewish control freak. And so is yeah. the Atlantic. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. Uh, wildly unpopular and politically infeasible, but I think governors should consider a short-term total lockdown over Thanksgiving week. <laughs> Even if schools are not themselves major vectors, there are places which need more full lockdowns like right now. Have we, how have we let bars and indoor dining be open and are not focused on schools? Where are the resources? I can't, cannot see an end or solutions. I'm sad. Well, this, she's an idiot. And those are the kind of things, when were these posted? Um, yeah, 2021. Oh, there's a lot wrong here. First, no, you don't need to advocate policies that do extraordinary harm to others against their wishes, then say, we didn't know any better at the time. Ignorance does not work as an excuse when the policies involved abrogating your fellow citizens' rights under an indefinite state of emergency while censoring and canceling those who weren't as ignorant. That's exactly it. You know, there were tons of people out there, myself included, screaming up and down, There's no, this is not a problem, we should stay open, everything should be good, don't wear face diapers. And, uh, of course, my show, they didn't even know I existed. But, you know, there were bigger people out there saying the same thing, and they were being censored and shut down and canceled and all the rest because they knew better. And because the lamestream media was on the other side of things, they gave everybody a, a pass that was telling the stupid stuff. And now we should let them get away with it? I don't think so. I think what we need to do is be claiming a COVID in the investigation, and we're going to find all these people, round them up, charge them, and try them, and if they're found guilty, they get punished. Second, amnesty being the act of forgiveness for past offenses first requires an apology or active repentance on the part of those who committed the offense. Not only has no such act of repentance been forthcoming, but in most cases, establishment voices like Oster's have yet to stop advocating these same policies, much less admit they were wrong. 
With no accompanying act of contrition, these calls for amnesty in the light of the rapidly shifting public opinion have a real ring of fascist leaders calling for amnesty after losing the war. And unfortunately, that's it for today. We'll be back again tomorrow, again with Mike and Cal and DW, and I'm sure a good time will be had by all. So uh, thanks for being here, and we appreciate y'all. I really appreciate every single one that's here and all those out there listening. Take care of your bodies because it's the only place you have to live, and we will see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful afternoon and evening. Take care. God bless. God bless.